hot mess, mamas. Yep, I see you. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day. Try to catch up on the house while the laundry compounds, and you haven't even been able to take a shower for some reason. Your dreams of having kids didn't quite look like this, did they? When you were on Pinterest, you went to Instagram, and you thought that it would be so magical. Guess what? Permission to love being a mom, but to struggle actually liking it some days. Am I right? Guess what? I'm here to tell you that even though you're a super busy, sometimes crazy, stay-at-home mama, there is still a beautiful vibrancy to your life that I want to help you untap. I want to help you every single messy moment of every single day. Yes, even the poo on the floor. No too soon, you're in the right space. If you're looking for easy, simple, practical hacks and fun little tidbits that are going to make your life as a mom so much easier and way more fun because I believe there's joy tucked inside every moment. You just have to learn how to live with more intention and let go of all that stress of making it so perfect. Welcome to the anti-perfect yet super vibrant side of motherhood. The Busy Vibrant Mom Podcast with your host, Michelle Bird. Hey, mamas. Welcome to the Busy Vibrant Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Bird. And today we will be talking about all kinds of crazy things. I am here sitting in my master bedroom in the corner just recording, looking out out the window. It is a beautiful, cold, crisp day, and my hands are freezing, but all good. So today we will be talking about the pandemic. Pandemic anniversary? What? Has it been a year? Really? I know. It's crazy, right? If you think about it, has it actually been a year that we have been in this pandemic? That work and schools and everything were closed just a year ago? Since then, we've hunted down toilet paper and hand sanitizer. We've wiped every surface with disinfectant. We've made homemade masks. We've met our neighbors, or at least tried to. Uh, we've figured out that we don't really need as much gas as we usually do. We don't need to drive as many places as we do. We have figured out all kinds of interesting things to do from making puzzles, making slime, making homemade projects, crazy things. We've spent days doing anything we can inside and out. We've gotten creative with birthday parties, special events. We've waited on other events like weddings and funerals and memorials and other family times where we can get together. The days when people gave other people hugs were just a year ago. High fives. They stood next to one another and didn't even wear a mask. Now our kids, whenever they watch something that's documented from a little bit older, they realize, hey, those people aren't six feet apart. They aren't wearing masks. What are they doing? It's a whole new concept that we never even knew a year ago. Have you stepped back and reflected on this year? I know I haven't. Have you taken the time amidst the craziness to breathe and just really reflect on where we were 
and where we are now and just how we've gotten there to simply just breathe and move. I think we've just been moving from one challenge to the next, right? Not being able to find toilet paper. Okay, we'll figure that out. Not being able to find hand sanitizer. Okay. Not being able to get our kids to school. Okay, distance learning. Not working from where you usually work. Okay. All kinds of crazy things when the whole world just seemed to stop. Probably not. I know I have not been able to reflect on this whole crazy year or what's been happening. I've just been moving from thing to thing. I didn't even realize, to be honest with you, that it was March until I was struck with the fact that, oh my gosh, it's been a year. We started this whole crazy routine a whole year ago. It feels like so much has changed so much. Now we just take for granted or has become normal since those days when other things were normal. It just is crazy. So in this episode, we will talk about some ways that you can reflect on this time, ways that you can just reflect on the challenges you have faced, because those are important challenges and important stones to just remember, remembering how strong you were in dealing with the craziness that came our way and just kept coming to reflect on the negative. What are the things that you would rather leave in this year, in this season, things that were not helpful to you uh, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, were not helpful with your kids, your family, things that you would rather not keep. What were things that were positive? Things, maybe new habits that you formed, new routines, things that you did because you had to, and then they became something positive. What things would you like to take with you as we move out of this season? And lastly, we'll talk about a Christian's perspective and what our posture as Christians should be. As Christian moms, what has been our reaction? What should our reaction be? One of our pastors this last weekend was just touching on this fact of the pandemic and what has transpired and kind of where we are and taking a look at that. So just some light reflections on that. So without further ado, let's jump into some amazing information and just a time to reflect. So as we're talking through this, please just process, think about it wherever you are, whether you be doing household chores, driving, start to think back as we work through these things, what challenges you faced over this last year, taking a deep breath and quieting your mind and reflecting. I know for us, we faced school loss, definitely. All of our schools stopped. All of our children started doing distance learning. I suddenly found myself with a brand new job as a teacher. One more hat to put on. It was crazy. It was difficult at first. Nobody quite knew what was going to happen or what was happening. How long would this be for? Nobody knew. It was a season we were all trying to figure things out. Along with that, I lost my job as a fitness instructor. I taught classes, uh, cycling classes, boot camp classes, uh, all kinds of really fun gym classes. And I just loved it. The energy of the people and the community and uh, just doing stuff physically just lights me up. So I 
enjoyed being a teacher and be able to motivate people and have fun and work out together. But God called that to an end and uh, that's okay. Through that, I've now moved into doing touch of that, but I'm just really moving into a different season, a season of podcasting, a season of being more active behind the scenes with my family, connecting with community, also a season of starting to coach. I'm coaching and doing wellness coaching and not necessarily fitness coaching, but more starting to work on healthy habits, starting to eat right, losing weight, and just feeling better about your body mentally and physically. So God has put me now in that place and opened up that new door as a health coach. And it has been fun and exciting, but certainly something I did not see coming. We have lost relationships and community. People in our community have moved out of the area in the loss of their jobs. They're no longer able to be here or they've decided that it's just not where they want to be at this time, or since they have their kids doing distance learning, their husband is working from home, they're able to go somewhere else. So all of those interesting pieces, our community definitely has changed. The school community, walking in, seeing teachers, connecting with friends, talking to people, all that suddenly stopped. The connection of community within our church, of being able to meet in person, being able to meet at our church was huge. We still met online, but it just was not quite the same being in our living room and not next to <laughs> other members in our body of Christ. So it was just difficult having that community lost, routines lost. I know I used to, as I mentioned, teach. So I would go and work out in the morning and go teach. And that suddenly stopped. Going to the gym suddenly stopped. Being able to do certain activities just suddenly stopped. Our routine stopped. I no longer had a routine of being certain places at a certain time. The kids were home. I didn't have to go pick them up. I didn't have to get two things. It was just a whole different ball game of being at home, just being. And some of that was good. And some of that was not so good. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health or lose five or even a hundred pounds. This inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you going out of the house. Remember when you could hop in your car and go without even <laughs> bringing a mask in your purse? Now we have masks everywhere. We have masks in the kitchen drawer. We have masks in every kid's backpack. We have masks, a whole bag of masks in my purse. We have masks in every car. Heaven forbid you would forget one and then not be able to go to a place. So they are 
everywhere. We have a plethora of masks where before we didn't even have one. We didn't know what these things were or that we needed them. It's just crazy. Sporting games, theaters, museums, libraries, all the things you would normally have in your routine or in your day suddenly stopped, suddenly gone. We had neighbors who loved to go to all kinds of different concerts and they're in a band and that's one of their big things. They love going every year with friends. They couldn't go. That's it. All the tickets are scrapped. Airplanes, flights, places you're traveling, everything grounded. Mental health, feeling depressed, alone, anxious, afraid, hopeless, wondering when it was going to end what the future was going to bring, if you were going to get sick, what did that entail? The list just keeps going on. So reflect on these challenges. Reflect on the things that you have overcome, the challenges that you have faced. I heard it said at one point that your kids stopped going to school and were doing distance learning and you rolled with it. Your husband stopped working at work and stopped commuting and was working somewhere from home and you rolled with it. Your job moved to at home at the kitchen table along with everybody else and you rolled with it. You were forced to uh, find toilet paper <laughs> at every store, uh, stand in long lines and wear a mask, be six feet apart from people and you rolled with it. And then your Amazon box was late and you lost it. That's just kind of how we felt. We took in so many challenges that it was on and on and on. Think about the challenges that you faced and the ones that you overcame and just give yourself some extra empathy, extra encouragement, extra bonus points for riding through those challenges and walking through them. On a second note, reflect on the negative. What things do you want to leave in this year, in this season? A lot of those would have to be with mental illnesses like depression and anxiety, loneliness, fear, hopelessness, all those things that I think we still will be struggling with and still will be healing from as we come out of this pandemic. But be mindful of the things that did not serve you mentally, did not serve you emotionally or physically, those things that you would rather leave in this season. And reflect on the positive, reflecting on what was good, what did you enjoy what things were you now forced to do that you wouldn't have done before? I know our kids were already close, but now that they only had each other to deal with and to play with, they were able to get it even closer. As a family, we grew closer. As a husband and wife, I know that was tricky having my husband here 24-7 when before we had space. And we had space to be in a different place during the day and connect. And it's just a different avenue. It's a different routine. And so I know for us, we just had to grow with that. And I think it has actually strengthened our relationship. But I know for many couples, this has been a really hard season. So just those things of what do you want to take with you? We started doing dates with our kids. We um, really value family time. And I think as a mindset, I'm far more 
I don't know if challenge is the right word, but far more standoffish in the fact of what we want to put back onto our plates. It was so wonderful not having anything and not having the stress of being somewhere or racing off somewhere and just being able to rest, to have more margin in our day and in our week. So that is one thing that I know I will take to uh, the next season as we move out of this year. Following this is a reflection on as Christians, what is our posture? What should be our reaction with COVID and with the world around us, our community? Are we demanding our rights? Are we demanding that we be able to stand where we want and take off our masks when we want and not have to do certain things? Are we freaked out that the government is not allowing us to meet or to sing or to do certain things and they are putting restrictions over our church? Are we worried about the politics that have crept into our church? Have we acted with love and empathy with people who may not share the same thoughts and views as we do? Have we reflected on empathy of where they're coming from and really to connect with them and not to demand our rights? As Christians, we are called not to be in suffering, not to be surprised by suffering. Jesus said we will suffer in this world, but to take heart to be ready for it and to be accepting of it, just to take a deep breath and know that we're called to help others and we're called to carry each other's burdens and to walk hand in hand, hand in hand in suffering and in those light times. And we know that it is only there that we can truly connect with one another and share God's love in just a deeper way that we may not be able to otherwise. I was just struck this last Sunday when our pastor was talking about the comfort of suffering from 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 11. God's comfort abounds. He desires to comfort us. Even Paul, when he was suffering, it produced growth and the persecution produced faith. And he, as like Jesus, asked God, please don't allow me to keep suffering. But God knew that that was the right way or the way that he had intended. And that our God is God. He is in control. As we suffer, we are suffering like Christ suffered. And we are able to join with other Christians in this suffering. It's difficult because the question always comes up of how do we handle suffering? Do we just suck it up and say, well, that comes and we should just, <laughs> just do what we can. Suffering is difficult, and I think that it's important to come alongside one another, to uphold and uplift one another, but also just to come before God and to cry out and say, this is not working. As Paul and as Jesus said, please take this from me, and just to be humbled before him and know that he has you in his hands and he is controlling what will happen. So I pray this over you that, that these words may be encouraging and that we may look at COVID just through the lens of the cross that gives us a unique solution to this whole pandemic to recognize how much we need community and others and we need to pray and just be humbled before God, knowing that he's in control and he will uh, move us through this difficult time. 
and that he is working something good out of this. It's almost as if we're like a bomb squad sent in to disarm a bomb in the middle of a city and just to take its blast of suffering. We as Christians are called to walk into this space and to walk with others. So I challenge you today to take the time to reflect on this crazy pandemic. What can you laugh about? What kind of things were crazy? What are you learning in this season? And what would you want to carry into the next season? What is your posture as a Christian? Are you walking and suffering with your fellow Christians and your community and those who aren't Christians? Are you walking alongside them or are you demanding your rights? May the fact that God does not always deliver us from suffering, but that he will always deliver us through suffering. As we are comforted by Christ, we too become the comforters of Christ. We are able to come alongside as I said, the body of believers and those in our community and to share Christ's love during this time. May this fact bring you hope and encouragement as we move out of this season into a different season that we don't know what will entail. But as always, I just pray over this podcast and this time with you that you would feel loved and connected, that this would bring you some joy and peace knowing that our suffering is for good, that God is in control. And even though we can't see the end of the pandemic, even though we may have challenges throughout, that there have been negative things, positive things, that we as Christians can know that our God is on the throne and in control. But as always, if you would like to connect, I would just love to connect with you. So please, please come join my Facebook group and find your people. We are here for you. So now go and have a busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!